You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio. And now time for the Classic Car Show with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber. You got it. <laughs> Good morning and welcome to America's Web Radio and the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber. And we have a very special guest uh, this morning on with us, uh, Bradley Farrell. And he's going to be talking about his new business that is absolutely fascinating with what he's doing and uh, what he's about to do next uh, weekend, I believe. So without further ado, I'm going to turn it over to Steve and Jim and and Bradley. Bradley, welcome to America's Web Radio and the Classic Car Show. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Yeah, good morning. Uh, I I was on the AACA National Board, and and I think this is kind of cool that the I was at the original uh, elegance up there. You're so you're you're part of the the big elegance going on next week. That's correct. We are. We will be the first auction to ever be presented at the elegance of Hershey. Um, our auction takes place on the 11th, which is the Saturday, and uh, from one to five. Our preview, of course, will be on Friday, uh, from nine to five. Okay. And um, and we're really excited about it. And you're going to be at the Hotel Hershey Hotel? We will be at the Hotel Hershey, that's correct. Yeah, that's quite a place. I was just up there on an antique car tour. What makes your auction different from all of the other ones? That that's uh, your your con- What is your concept that makes you stand out from Barrett-Jackson and R&M and all of the rest of the guys? Well, yeah, that's a good question, but I think that it should start with um, I we you know we are we are much more of a boutique like auction. Um, we're we're auctioning fifty cars. Uh, we're not doing three hundred or like um, Barrett Jackson would, or um, you know one hundred and fifty like RM would. Uh, so I'm really specific with that because I think that it's it's difficult to curate some great cars from all walks of life that can appeal to a no reserves all the way up to you know some of the best cars in the world and to do that very elegantly um, by separating the cars from one another in the auction tent itself uh, so it gives a lot of room to be able to walk around it see it take photos of it alone and not really have to you know your, your eye be interrupted by another car right next to it so I think that it's it's more of a boutique kind of gallery like setting so as far as presentation that's one uh number two is presentation on the web i think um you know it's not about more information is better it's it's how you display that information um that makes it very very easy for phone use uh tablet use um so i you know i've grown up in the tech world and um it means a lot to me for user experience navigation and flow and I think if you go to the site, thefinest.com, you'll see that uh, perhaps it's more superior than the others, that, uh, the other the other houses that, that are out there. Okay, what um, is the site, by the way? Third, third is uh, we've introduced uh, some pretty inter- inter- interesting technologies at the auction itself. Um, it's a 
you'll be handed the, the bidders will be actually handed tablets that they can bid on and uh, as they walk up to a car immediately the information just is displayed on the tablet itself um, you know if you away from uh, the vehicle that information will display if you walk up to the next vehicle same thing but if you walk three feet away it all goes away so it's automatically there you don't have to push any buttons uh, but the best thing in my eyes is if a car at the auction itself does not get sold um, you can continue to to bid on that vehicle uh, until it does so while a car would go away and the next car would go up normally you'd have to go up to a specialist and say you know I'd, I'll pay $200,000 for it you know it only reached 150 you can now bid on your tablet for the remainder of the night even if it takes as long as that takes so that's some interesting technologies that's never been uh, introduced into the auction environment today alright well what is the website thefinest.com thefinest.com okay yeah, because this is a totally new thing to me. All right, one of the things that that being involved in this hobby, like I have for years, uh, are are your costs for a bidder, your your bidder's premium or seller's premium, uh, comparable to the big car auction people? Absolutely, it's um, you know the buyer's premium is ten percent. That is uh, standard, pretty much across the industry. Yes, and less in Europe, they they do twelve percent sometimes, um, but ours is ten. And the uh, sellers would really depend, uh, but you know, it depends on the vehicle, how rare the vehicle is, um, you know how how great the vehicle is. It could it could be zero percent for the for the seller itself. Um, but most of the time, it's between five and ten. You hope for ten, but usually you, you sit around at five. If people are willing to do no reserve, you know. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, that's kind of an inter- interesting new new twist on this stuff using new technology. But you know, I'm looking at the cars that you have listed here on this 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 thing, like the Mercedes 540K and all of this stuff. I don't see any Model A Fords. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, you definitely don't. But yeah. um, <laughs> what you do see is uh, a, a bunch of no-reserve cars that are spectacular. Uh, there's a 1954 Jaguar XK120M privateer race car that uh, you know normally you would think is over a hundred thousand dollars, but it is a no-reserve car. Um, there is a beautiful you know 1932 Lincoln KB Judkins. Um, and I, we believe that that's the only one that uh, has a rear spare mount, um, which is pretty, you know, spectacular, I think. Um, but then we also have, you know, Volkswagen Beetles for no reserve. I mean, here at this uh, auction? At this auction? Very rare uh, KDF Beetle, 1943. There's only a handful of those. But... Uh, you know, we have a Land Rover that's no reserve, a, you know, a, a Series 2 Defender, um, a 1940 Buick that's a touring sedan that's no reserve. 
1985 Rolls Royce that's no reserve. So, so you do have some regular have, cars. I mean, some some normal type vehicles instead of Delahays and Lamborghinis and stuff. I'm sorry. What was the question? Yeah, you do have some regular cars. I mean, you know, normal type cars instead of just the real high do- super yeah, yeah, super rare the, cars. The very exclusive French cars or yeah. European cars. We have some normal cars for sure. Yeah, that's cool. Um, uh, tell me about this Seata. Is it a Fiat engine or a Crosley engine? Do you know? Um, it is a. I, no, I don't have that information. That, that, I mean, I wasn't Bradley, that's okay. I, I, I'm curious. I have a friend that had one, and in fact, it was featured in Sports Cars Illustrated years ago with a Fiat 1100 engine that he raced, and uh, we've kind of followed the history. And Ace a Crosley engine? In Seattle, Seattle's came without Crosley or without engines, some of them. Tony Pompeo was the importer, and some of them came with Fiat 1100s. So I can't imagine racing a Crosley. Oh yeah, well a Crosley won the index of performance yeah, at Sebring. Fiat, okay. Well, it may be his car. That I, I'll look on your website uh, when we finish up here. I'm not live with the internet right now. You know, you know, it is going to be your hardest, hardest thing next next week at at, at Hershey. You know, it's the hardest thing you're going to have to deal with next week. What is that? To keep Mr. Moskowitz from from hamming up the whole auction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we love Mr. Moskowitz and his brother. Yeah. Oh, no, there's two of them? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, I think it's an it's an interesting concept. Now, how about home bidders? How about somebody, like, I, I can't get there. I'll be on another anti-car tour next, next weekend. Another AACA tour in North Carolina. I can't get there, but I've always wanted to own a 1927 Bugatti Type 38A. Yeah. Uh, yeah, about, that's a car, about, isn't it? Um, yeah. there's only, there was only 39 of those made, and French pre-war cars are really my thing. Those are the cars that I collect. Oh, really? Um, cool. Oh. Yeah, so um, what you would do is uh, you could either bid online through proxy bid, uh, who is our partner, or you could just pick up the phone, call in um, to our office, make a, an appointment with our specialist, and we would call you a lot before uh, just to make sure that you know the, the phone lines are working, everything, you're prepared, and you can bid on the phone with us. So you can bid online on the phone or in person. Okay, so that's kind of, that. yeah, that that's, I, I just I just wondered how, how they, they, uh uh, how you guys would 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 handle all of this stuff? Are you guys going to do other auctions, or are you going to just concentrate on this one and who knows what else? You know, I, I really believe that. Well, we we do have planned uh, Aspen Snowmass, which is a first time that an auction house would ever be presented there. Um, that is uh, September nineteenth at the Snowmass Club there. And it's really spectacular because it's during when the Colorado Grand ends. Um, There's a Ferrari North America rally that will be taking place. There's the wine festival that takes place across the street, brings out thousands of people, as well as the balloon festival in the fall. Um, So all of those, those four events taking place right next door to where we will be uh, presenting our first auction in Aspen. 
I think it's it's gonna it's gonna be pretty uh, a unique setting to be surrounded by 360 degrees of mountains, and I think that uh, we already have some really great cars for That's for cool. that option. That's good. But I think that the online is really where I like to concentrate. Uh, you have to do live auctions to you know gain that credibility. People can see, feel, and touch the cars, and they can meet you, and they know who you are. Uh, they know that you're here to stay, and uh, so it's it's a big trust factor. But for online, I think that um, you know, it's about time that great cars start to be traded online in an auction-like environment. So we probably do quarterly online auctions. Uh, we had our first online auction April 9th, and uh, it was it was quite a success. So. Where would I find out about this? Where Where do you let? Where How does How do I find out about this stuff? Sure. So, um, my prior business was a digital marketing agency, a creative agency, and a technology company. Um, you know, we are advertised everywhere: Sports Car Market, um, Sports Car Digest, Hemmings online, also in paper, um, Classic Driver, which is fantastic website uh, for the European market um, classic and fourth car uh, just pretty much everywhere where you can look online we're advertising thank you uh, prior to this phone call I think one of you had said that you saw one of our ads I don't know exactly where you saw it but it really made an impact Yes. Yeah. Well, and in fact, it was an article, if I'm not mistaken, and I'm trying to remember because I read most of the uh, websites that you've mentioned, and also the uh, car magazines that you mentioned. I just look at the pictures. Yeah. 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 Uh, I read, and Steve looks at the pictures. Um, You said earlier you worked for the Kino Brothers, uh, their auction. Correct. Yeah, did, how many uh, uh, Chippendale High Boys do you have in your house? <laughs> I, I actually don't have any. I collect French antiques. So, uh, Louis XVI style antiques is what I collect. But I was the chief operating officer of uh, Kino, Brother, uh, Kino Brothers. And, um, you know, it was our first auction in New York City. I thought it went over very, very well. Yeah, I, I've yeah. seen it. Was, yeah. All right, we got, uh, a, we got another guy calling, and we're going to have to. to to let you go is very interesting and c- keep us in sort of informed of what you're yeah. doing. I'd, I'd like to check it out sometime. Yeah, uh, Bradley, we'd like to follow up with you on Aspen Snowmass too as it gets closer to the auction. If you'd uh, sure stay thing. in touch, all right. Thank you very I much. Really appreciate it. Thank Thanks you. a okay. lot. See ya. Bye. Bye. Take care. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about antique car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. Did you miss a show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on AmericasWebRadio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on AmericasWebRadio.com anytime you like. Affordable health insurance was the promise of Obamacare. 
But for many, the government mandate caused more problems than it solved. This is Dr. Elena George from Medicine on Call, and I want to tell you about a truly affordable alternative allowed under Obamacare, Liberty HealthShare. Liberty HealthShare bypasses doctor and hospital panels, giving you the freedom to choose. And with a maximum of $500 out-of-pocket per person and 100% coverage up to $1 million per year per occurrence, you can rest assured knowing you and your family are protected. Coverage starts as low as $107 per month and also includes dental, vision, pharmacy, and holistic care. Liberty HealthShare puts you back in charge of your health. Visit them online at libertyoncall.org. Again, for a true affordable alternative to Obamacare, visit libertyoncall.org or call toll-free 1-800-714-6993 today. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. And welcome back to the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. And we have another special guest on. We're, we're full of guests. we got Mel Carson on right now. And then we've got uh, Kim Gardner that will be calling in about uh, 8.30 this morning and talking about a meet coming up. So uh, right now, though, uh, we want to welcome Mel Carson. Mel, welcome to America's Web Radio and the Classic <laughs> Car Show. Good morning. Thank you very much. Good morning, Mel. Steve Ronaldo. Jim Weber. Hey, good morning. Uh, I guess you're you're getting close to your tour next week. Uh, right. We kicked off uh, Sunday, June 12th for uh, the week uh, of uh, five days of touring through Friday. So uh, we have about 70 cars uh, uh, signed up for the tour. A good group of people, around 160 people. So it looks like it's going to be a good week. I think so. Um, so about 70 cars. Where now? Where's the headquarters going to be? The headquarters is in Salisbury, North Carolina, uh, at the uh, Hampton Inn. Okay. So uh, uh, you know, again, Salisbury is a smaller town. We'll be touring kind of the back roads in that area uh, because these cars on this tour range from 1928 to 1958 sure so that, that's a wide range of yes, uh, it is. of ability and speed for these cars yeah yeah I, I'm looking forward to Salisbury supposed to be I've not spent any time there my wife's been there with Sharon Rains uh, shopping and looking at the antiques and stuff I guess it's quite a historic area by itself right it's one of the uh, older towns in North Carolina has a tremendous amount of history in the area so, uh, in fact, uh, one, one of the tours will be uh, going to the uh, North Carolina Transportation Museum, which is just, that's in Spencer, North Carolina, which is about 15 minutes away from Salisbury. And uh, the Spencer Shops was the Southern Railway uh, location for their uh, locomotive maintenance back in the early 1900s. They uh, have a 37-stall roundhouse there. And uh, a, a nice display of uh, automotive—I mean, uh, locomotive history. Well, they—they they have an automotive museum too, so they have a little bit of everything there. Transportation museum. Cool. I'm looking. I—we're I, really looking forward to. It. We'll be up with our 37 Cadillac. I just put radial tires on. I broke the cardinal rule. Your buddy, Mr. Oh, Marsh. Mr. Marsh would be all over me if he knew. Oh. So don't tell I think, him. I think that's wonderful. You'll be—you'll be fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> so you have 70 cars. 
70 cars. All Another right. highlight of the tour will be a visit to Dennis Carpenter's museum. Oh, yeah. Uh, some of your listeners may be familiar with Dennis Carpenter. He's he's one of the premier suppliers of Ford reproduction parts for early cars, uh, well, probably 1960s on back now. Yeah, uh, Mel. Tour yes. Yeah, we interviewed Dennis Carpenter. Actually, we yeah. interviewed Dennis himself. Oh, you did? Okay. Oh, yes, sir. Yeah, that was yeah. Kind of unusual. Yeah, okay, about three great. months ago. Okay, so he told you all about uh, My thing uh, this place. So we look forward to visiting there. Yeah, yeah, he's quite a guy. Um, talk about food. Any special rest stops where your lunch stops or dinner stops you're going to do? Well, uh, well, we'll have a nice uh, uh, southern uh, uh, dinner at the uh, uh, Salisbury Train Depot. That's a historic train depot, again, from the early 1900s. That'll be Sunday night to kick off the event. Uh, we've got several. Uh, we've got a good buffet lunch when we when we uh, have a riverboat tour on the uh, uh, Lake Norman on the Catawba Queen Riverboat on Tuesday. You'll have a nice buffet lunch there. Uh, there's going to be a lot of good eating the whole time. You know, every day <laughs> is, uh, is going to uh, include some really good meals. Yes, yeah, I don't think it, I don't think anybody's going to lose any weight. Oh no, no. <laughs> it, 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 touring in, in antique cars has been called an, an eating club with a driving disorder. <laughs> right, right. That's, that's exactly true. Exactly true. <laughs> How are we going to get to Lake Norman? Not on I-77. Guy, you'll never get there. If we're going to get there Tuesday, we'll have to leave Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> well, we uh, we thought about using I-77 to get to Lake Norman, but we felt like uh, uh, there would be a, a long line of slow traffic following our vehicle. So all back roads, all back roads. Cool. Uh, there's uh, some really nice uh, backcountry roads to get around these areas. So everything is planned with uh, uh, safety uh, in mind for the cars we're driving and uh, touring the countryside trying to see, uh, you know, scenic North Carolina, let's say, and uh, staying off the uh, busy main roads. If, is it, I know now, because I, I was on the, the touring committee for uh, when I was on the board, is it too late for somebody to, to if they really, could they still sign up if they wanted to and could make it, or, is, or have you said, no, this is it, we uh, are where we are? No, unfortunately, the, these tours do have to be uh, pre-registered, and we did uh, allow uh, some later registration, but the original registration was February 15th. That was the, that was the deadline, but we extended it on into April, uh, early April. But uh, now it, it's definitely fixed. We've got everything uh, okay. uh, finalized and, and meals set and accommodations set. So we're really uh, at the point where everything is ready to go and uh, everybody's going to have a great time. Yeah, I'm sure we will. I've never been on a bad tour. Uh, let me ask you something. First of all, let me. Mel Carson himself is, is the... I don't know what the proper title is, but he's the like the CEO of the Hornet's Nest region, which is one of the the biggest region in in AACA, and they put on the the Charlotte Auto Fair shows. And this year, the uh, the car show was moved from behind the the uh, uh, racetrack to out more visibility in in the front of the racetrack for the Spring Auto Fair. How did that work out? What is your honest opinion of how that went? 
front to back. Well, it really it really worked out great. Uh, we had a lot of uh, good comments about it. Like you say, it has a higher visibility. It's a flat, paved area, which is wonderful for early April. I wouldn't particularly want to be there in August, but for early <laughs> April, it's great. Uh, it's, it's flat. It's paved. It makes a beautiful display with the speedway uh, in in the background when you're looking at it from uh, the highway. So uh, I think everybody really, uh, really was pleased with with the result that we uh, had this year. Yeah. So we uh, we look forward. Ho- hopefully, it'll drop some additional cars now that uh, everybody can see how how the display works out. Yeah, because when I'd walk around the flea market prior to judging on Saturday, there were people, even flea market vendors, that had no idea there was an AACA national meet going on. They had no idea. Right. Yeah, we we had 325 cars in the in the national uh, AACA meet, and uh, I, I really uh, was pleased with our main uh, tent where we had our uh, uh, judging breakfast and uh, our award ceremony in the afternoon right on the field that really makes a difference i think for everyone yes i agree all right one more question on the car show and this one is gonna i have a major where's judges parking now that we're not in the back anymore well judges parking was uh, right in, in in the area adjacent to the show field uh that seemed to work out really well we we didn't have to assign individual judges parking but we had areas to park in i didn't really hear any concerns about the judges parking everybody seemed to get in there and get settled uh get into the judges breakfast by 7 30 so that seemed to work out really well we had a good team of our people out there uh helping park judges so that seemed to work out really well Cool. Let, let's go back to the tour for a minute, Mel. Um, okay. I'm just curious as to why you selected 28 to 58 uh, as the, categ- the category for cars. Well, the Antique Automobile Club of America, AACA, has a series of tours set up to accommodate uh, various uh, vintage cars. The, the Sentimental Tour was set up some years ago it's held every other year by AACA, uh, and the sentimental tour was set up to be 1928 to 58, and there are various reasons for that uh, related to the fact that now AACA cars go up to 1991, uh, and of course, uh, from the very first car in 1896 or so, other tours accommodate those. These uh, are with the with the brass tours that uh, accommodate early cars, maybe 1914 and back. Right. So there are a series of tours set up by AACA and uh, different regions around the country uh, bid for hosting those tours uh, each year. And uh, Hornets Nest region was uh, uh, selected to uh, run the sentimental tour this year. The sentimental tour is every other year. Some of the tours are every year. The sentimental tour happens to be every other year. Yeah, the, yeah. Well, there's, there's the the uh, ad, that goes every. Uh, we have the reliability, which is this year, and that's fifteen and older. Then vintage tour up, including model A, sentim- sentimental tour up through fifty eight and uh, twenty eight fifty eight, and then the annual founders tour, which is anything twenty five years old and older. But 
or back to 32. I think it stops at 32 because I'm not taking my Model T with a bunch of 91 Ferraris. Okay. Yeah, it is. It, it is, and I, I enjoy the the tours tremendously. We've been the nice thing for not just your tour, but any AACA tour. And I would I'm going to use this to sort of a. Uh, uh, what's that? One minute to go. One, one minute. Okay. <laughs> anyway, the the I thought you were looking, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, I, I uh, uh, the, the AACA the tours are the uh, to me are the best part of the hobby. It's uh, yeah. nothing like seeing well, the cars on the road. And I think the AACA is really great because uh, any car, any car that's twenty five years old or older, can go on some tour at some time. So yep. everyone has uh, a good opportunity to get out there and drive and enjoy the car and let let people see the history of the automobile. Absolutely, Mel. I want to thank you for coming on today on the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio, and best of luck with uh, the Centennial coming up. And uh, Again, we want to thank you for coming on. Yeah. See you Sunday. Yeah. Thanks, Mel. Okay. Thanks a lot. Bye. Thanks a lot, guys. Bye-bye. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about anti-car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. America's Web Radio is the most diverse and informative radio station anywhere in cyberspace. We have shows about health, business, current events, entertainment, home care, and everything in between. We appreciate your continued support of America's Web Radio. Buzz off with Lawyer Liz. Join me each week, Wednesdays at 2 o'clock, as we talk drones, Internet of Things, and technology. Watchdog is a term given an organization like the United States Justice Foundation, which since 1979 has been watching out and, when necessary, taking the appropriate action from testifying to litigating to protect our constitutional rights. USJF, a nonprofit organization, is nationally recognized not only as a watchdog, but many in the government, as well as those involved in legal cases, have also called the USJF a bulldog for the tenacious approach in their presentation and proof of what is right. Find out more at www.usjf.net. Support USJF as they support you. Watchdog is a term given an organization like the United States Justice Foundation, which since 1979 has been watching out and, when necessary, taking the appropriate action from testifying to litigating to protect our constitutional rights. USJF, a nonprofit organization, is nationally recognized not only as a watchdog, but many in the government, as well as those involved in legal cases, have also called the USJF a bulldog for the tenacious approach in their presentation and proof of what is right. Find out more at www.usjf.net. Support USJF as they support you. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. 
And welcome back to the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. And we've got another guest, uh, Kim Gardner from Minnesota. And, and she, informed, she informed us that the snow has melted. So yes. uh, I guess she can uh, look out the window now. And the twins are playing baseball and the Millers are playing baseball. So all's good. Yeah. Well, what about the Johnsons and the Swansons and the <laughs> yeah. Nelsons? They have other people on the team other than the Millers. Right. Okay, then. <laughs> so, Kim, welcome to uh, America's Web Radio and the Classic Car Show. I'm going to turn you over to uh, Steve and Jim, and uh, they're gonna they're getting the hardballs ready to ask you about this meat coming up. Are we going to talk about car shows or balls? Car shows. Uh, car oh, okay. shows. Okay. okay. Hello, Mrs. Miller. How are you? I'm good, Mr. Ronaldo, and remember, it's Mrs. Gardner now. Mrs. Gardner. Mrs. Miller. Yeah, anyway. I, the, the, the Minneapolis Millers. <laughs> Let me tell you a little bit about one of my favorite people in the AACA. She was the head librarian for how many years at the AACA library? 29 and a half. 29 and a half years. Wow. But who's and counting that half? It was Miller. Huh? <laughs> and most of those, it was Miller. Yeah, yeah. And and I got her her first, was it a Sonata? When you first got your Sonata, was it a Sonata you got years ago? I'm sorry, can you say that again, please? Your Sonata. Was it a Sonata I got you years ago when you got one? Uh, the first one I had was an Excel. An Excel. She wow. goes way back with that. Boy, and she's still your friend? No, not really. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a Santa Fe now, though. I've had it for almost 15 years. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, let's talk a little bit about your upcoming national meet. Um, Alrighty. It's in Manca- Mankato, right? It's, yeah, it's in actually North Mankato. That's where Virgil Flowers goes fishing. Okay. Uh, are you familiar with a John Sandberg? Sanford. Sanford. Uh, oh, John Sanford, yeah. 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 One of his characters is Vir- Virgil Flowers. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, what do you got interesting showing up? I'm sorry. I have re- really bad hearing. Can you hear uh, that? No. What, 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 what's the most interesting car you have showing up for your national meet? Oh, I... Definitely, it would have to be the 1909 Laverne. Laverne, which was oh. built in Laverne, Minnesota. Really? Holy smoke! I never heard of that no. one. Was yeah, and we also have a 1919 Pan, which was built in St. Cloud, Minnesota. Pan, P-A-N. P-A-N. Mm-hmm. How wow. weird is that? How about a sh- if you have Laverne, do you have Shirley? No, we don't have a Shirley no. yet. Nope. <laughs> or a Lenny or a Squiggy. Or a oh, Lenny wow. or a Squiggy. Oh, this is really getting bad. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> but they're going to drink Shots beer, right? <laughs> yeah. A Lenny beer. They're right. drinking Lenny beer. What, are you kidding me? Yeah, it's, it, yeah. It, it's you're, you're holding your national meet right adjacent to the National Loot Fisk Festival. Isn't that true? I'm uh, not quite, no. Oh. We want people to come. <laughs> <laughs> and, and leave after that. <laughs> and leave. So anyway, how many you got? You, uh, I heard you tell Jimmy you got about eighty cars, huh? Yeah, we have eighty cars. The oldest that's registered so far is a nineteen oh eight Cadillac Model S Roadster. Wow, that's, that's cool. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. So we also have a nineteen eleven Stanley Steamer, an eleven Model T, and a nineteen twelve EMF have also registered so far. You got a lot of early cars. Yeah. There are a lot of old cars here, and I really hope a lot of them start to register. <laughs> well, what what's what was what was your just sort of expectations going into this stuff? Well, naturally, coming from the East Coast, my expectations oh, yeah. are a lot higher than yeah. what's going to happen here. Um, 
I've been told that we don't get quite as many come out on in the central division, and that's kind of what I'm finding. And I was also told that uh, everybody's going to wait until the last two weeks to register. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you still got a few days, and yeah, how many three weeks yet? How so. many judges do you have? How many judges? Yeah. At that point, I don't. I you, don't know. You're not sure, huh? No. You're you're not not sure how many judges, but usually you'll get enough, I think, to to make it fairly easy. I hope so, yeah. and we're lucky. Our uh, show field is directly adjacent to the hotel. Cool. So you just walk out the door of the hotel across the parking lot or on the field. That's that's so. that's always that always makes it easy instead of having to drive somewhere. Right, and yeah, trailer parking is within three blocks, and in those three blocks between the hotel and the trailer parking is a local craft brewery. Oh, really? Do yeah. you need an extra judge? <laughs> well, yes, we do, so I expect to see your registration soon. <laughs> I, I wish I could do it this year, but I'm booked, so... Yeah, well, I can't. I can't make that one because we'll be we'll we'll be on the Buzzy tour. Oh, okay. That's that's the 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 uh, the, the annual Buzzards Breath tour at same time. There's all there's always so many activities, so much going on. But uh, uh, I would like to to again to tell everybody if you if you are from this area and you've never had a chance to experience an AACA national meet, do make the effort. Uh, because even though it's nothing like Hershey where you're going to have 2,500 cars, the quality of the automobiles that you'll see on display here are just phenomenal. You'll, it, you'll, you'll not be able to see something like that. It, it, it's just amazing the, the cars that show up in an AACA national meet. I think it, it's worth making the effort. Do you have a website where people can check it out? Yeah, it's well, yes, it's tied directly into AACA's um, meet website. So if you click on it from the Minnesota Regions website, it'll go directly to the one tied into AACA. And so. give give us the dates again, please. It's July fourteenth to the sixteenth in North Mankato, Minnesota, okay. and we'll be based out of the Best Western Hotel there. All right. If somebody were wanting to just just to come up and wanted to fly in, they'd fly into to to Minneapolis St. Paul. Yeah, actually, you can fly into either Minneapolis St. Paul or you can fly into Rochester. Um, there is a land to air express that offers daily shuttle service from either of those airports. Really? How far is it from from not being that familiar? Oh, it's probably a little over an hour from Minneapolis, St. Paul. Oh, that's nothing. That's that's nothing. No. Um, and we have a great tour on Thursday that goes to uh, New New Ulm, which is about half an hour from uh, Mankato, and um, their Big Shells Brewery is there, which is the second oldest family-owned brewery in the United States after Yingling. Um, so that's part of the tour, as well as the Minnesota Music Hall of Fame or the Brown County Historical Society, and a couple other items along that. So you do have, there. yeah, you do have another activity going on on Thursday. Cool. That's on Thursday, yeah. Mm-hmm. And what about Friday? Friday is basically you can tour Man- the Mankato area on your own. Um, we have a local uh, gentleman that deals in uh, antique vehicles. Um, a lot of from the 50s and 60s, and we're going to offer shuttle runs to his place if anybody's interested in going. And then we have the um, 
regular activities of uh, judges' school, uh, the round table, and then uh, we have an ice cream social after supper. Oh, Minnesota people don't eat ice cream, do they? We try. We try. <laughs> yeah, here, we're sitting here, me and Ole, you know, talking about which ice cream we're going to have here after we're looking at the cars, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're trying to figure out which one, but I just get the three kind, the Nepitalian, you know, which one I mean. <laughs> That's the three colored one. Yeah, the Nepitalian, I think Nepitalian. <laughs> Kim, I bet you never expected this. <laughs> oh, I did. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've known Kim for She's one of the nicest people and did so, has done so much for AACA throughout the years. Uh, just a, a great person to be around. Yeah, well, I want to know what beers this brewery, second oldest brewery brews. It's Shells. Uh, shells? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. Right. I, I've heard of hams, but not Shells. No, it's Lingying. Yeah, it's shells, yep. Yeah, Lingying. Lingying. Yeah, the other one is in Pennsylvania. This is li- this is Lingying. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. He also he he also runs a uh, you know a, a dry cleaner. Oh. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> of course, my favorite car is going to be on the show field. What's, What's that? that? My 1928 gardener. Yeah, oh, oh, I forgot. Yeah, she has a gardener. Oh, wow. How cool is that? My wife has a gardener, too. Mows the lawn and does yeah. the bushes. One. Called Jim? One. Yeah. No, one. <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kim, I, I really hope this works out well for you. And you had, But any national meet is, an, is, is worth attending. Yes. And it sounds like you've got a really nice program to, to uh, go supplement well, the car show. Too. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, Kim, uh, thank you for being on the Classic Car Show today and uh, bringing us information about the upcoming meet. We do appreciate it. Yeah. Thank well, you. Thank and you for the invitation. Yeah, and then the opportunity to listen to Steve for a while. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, for a nominal fee, we'll keep him here and yeah. not send him up. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Kim, we'll see you yeah. later. Thank you, Kim. Right, thank you. Bye. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we, we've had an interesting show so far today. Why haven't we? <laughs> yeah. Poor guests don't know what's coming. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, oh, my. No, I want to thank uh, Bradley for coming on. And oh, then yeah. Mel and Kim. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, we'll uh, discuss some more meets that are coming up. And we'll probably have some museums coming up in the near future as well. But, uh We will uh, take a break, and we'll be back on the Classic Car Show right after this. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, Just talking to you about antique car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been my insurer for years in this hobby and have... The top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. Affordable health insurance was the promise of Obamacare. But for many, the government mandate caused more problems than it solved. This is Dr. Elena George from Medicine on Call. And I want to tell you about a truly affordable alternative allowed under Obamacare, Liberty HealthShare. Liberty HealthShare bypasses doctor and hospital panels, giving you the freedom to choose. 
and with a maximum of $500 out-of-pocket per person and 100% coverage up to $1 million per year per occurrence, you can rest assured knowing you and your family are protected. Coverage starts as low as $107 per month and also includes dental, vision, pharmacy, and holistic care. Liberty HealthShare puts you back in charge of your health. Visit them online at libertyoncall.org. Again, for a true affordable alternative to Obamacare, visit libertyoncall.org or call toll-free 1-800-714-6993 today. When four members of Congress all die within four months, each of their deaths appears to be from natural causes. But when mysterious messages begin to appear in the form of quotations from long-dead revolutionary heroes, one reporter sets out to prove the existence of a serial killer. His search discovers dark secrets and an assassin shielded by people who need the very services that only he can provide. The Sun Silas Rising, a novel by Doug Dahlgren. On Kindle or paperback through Amazon.com. This is Daryl Pullis inviting you to listen to America's Homegrown Veggie Show right here every Saturday morning at 10 Eastern Time. Great guests, great tips, and valuable information about growing your own vegetables, fruits, and herbs. Buzz off with Lawyer Liz. Join me each week, Wednesdays at 2 o'clock, as we talk drones, Internet of Things, and technology. Don't be hoodwinked by the left, who wants you to believe the fairy tale that we can power America on butterflies, rainbows, and pixie dust. I'm Marita Noon. Get the truth about energy on my show, America's Voice for Energy, only on America's Web Radio. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. And we're back on the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio, and we're going to switch from meets and bounds and whatever else we talked about, auctions and all that to tours. I lost my plug. We're going to uh, we're going to talk about cars. Is that the way? Tars. Cars. Tars. Tars. Yeah. T a r s. Tars. Tars. Yeah. And them tars run on tar. Yeah. 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 And they're wide whites. And they're wide. Say that fast. Wide whites. Wide whites. Wide whites. Wide whites. Yeah. Anyway. Elmer. Yeah. Been kind of an interesting week dealing with tires for the Cadillac. I. I'm taking this car on a tour, driving to North Carolina next Saturday, and then we'll be doing a week-long tour and driving home next Saturday, a week from Saturday. Uh, and the tires are were not in good shape. They were bias ply, and I have no idea. I called the guy who had the Cadillac first, and he said, those tires that are on that car, I got that car in 2002, and they were on their when I got it and I did not replace it did not they had not been replaced so I said well let me go ahead and do that first question is bias ply versus radial tires and if you go on the internet and start reading about older cars that ram bias ply tires and put radials on there is a lot of pro and con for both uh, the big issue with the radials on the older cars is welded wheels. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
I talked again to Eric Marsh, our, our tire expert for AACA, and he said somewhere in the late 20s or early 30s, his thoughts were that Chrysler was the first one for the Imperials to weld two halves of the wheel together, uh, as opposed to using rivets. And he said if you have a rivet one, what you have to do is to take get some silicone and seal it all up good and tight so that it it, it won't leak. Here's the other kind of uh, weird thing. Well, I t- so we took one tire up off. We, we, we demounted one tire and these were these these uh, uh, were welded. And he told me they probably would be seeing how they were Cadillac. My understanding is that Ford and the lower GM cars, uh, didn't weld their wheels till after World War Two, hmm. and that I mean this is all sort of hard to find out information. Well, anyway, the other problem is even if you seal the bead, radial bias ply tires roll roll around. Radial tires flex from side to side. The sidewall is thinner and it flexes which puts a lot of stress on the older rims and will actually break the rims. Mm. This has happened more than once, and people talk about this on the different forums and websites uh, on on these, the, these uh, you know, on the different clubs. Right. So anyway, uh, then the next question is, <clears throat> wide whites or not? Well, there are, there are several companies that sell wide white tires. Uh, Coker Tire, of course, uh, has their own. They have wide white tires that ha- that look like bias plies, and then they have. Uh, uh, there's a couple companies that, for example, will buy a Michelin tire and vulcanize a wide white sidewall. To the existing new car carcass, which is kind of an interesting deal. Yeah, that, that replaces porta walls. Yeah, well, you can still buy porta walls. For anybody doesn't know, porta walls were kind of weird thing. <laughs> they went on the they went on the the uh, 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 on the bead, and were kind of stiff white things <laughs> that yeah. went up the side of the tire to yeah. give you wide white wall yeah. tires. And, and they were basically bias ply only. Yeah. You can buy them. I mean, they're still being made. You yeah. can go and we just tie, just go search porta walls, and if yeah. you and they are kind of expensive now. Wow, they're like twenty twenty five bucks a tire. Can you still get the can of Wesley's white yeah, wall? Yeah, you cleaner? can buy still Wesley's white wall cleaner. Sure, the best stuff in the world. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, so I decided to go with the wide whites and the 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 uh, uh, the vulcanized uh, tires and. You start pricing these things, and they get pretty pricey. Plus, you have to pay for shipping and all of this 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 kind of stuff. So uh, that was kind of interesting. Uh, going back to the tubes versus not tubes. Well, I ordered the tubes from from uh, uh, Coker Tire, and I want to get into date coding and just to say this sort of leads into it. I brought the tires and the tubes up to the local Goodyear store. And the guy there said, I, I'm not going to put these tubes in. And I said, well, why is that? He said, they're dated uh, 2010. They're over six years old. 
And 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 the DOT says you're not even supposed to have tires on your car older than six years. So I said, well, you're. So I called Coker and I called their customer service. Talked to guy. Not they're the nicest people up there. They'll go out of their way to help you. He said, I don't know, but I'll do some research and talk to some of the other guys around here, and we'll come up with an answer. So he called me the other morning, and he said that is not a date code. He said DOT does not require is not requiring tube manufacturers to date code tubes because they live inside. Uh, uh, they don't have any, they don't do anything. They just sit there. So they are date coded. So anyway, I went back to the, the Goodyear tire guy. And uh, we decided, well, let's try tubeless because you can go both ways. And he looked at the, the wheel and they're pretty clean. And he said, well, we can try it, but I don't have any valve stem size that will fit in the hole. The normal ones are, ha- uh, are, are half inch. That's what the little valve stem they put in, whether it's a, a alloy or mag or whatever, they're, you know, steel wheels. He said, I don't have any here. He said, those are truck things. So I went over to Napa and told him we measured the hole. I said, I need some 5 uh valve stems. And the guy says, well, how many do you need? I have like 19 million of them in this store. (laughs) (laughs) So I got them and brought them over. And we we put we, we, we did one and let it sit overnight and it held the thirty five pounds of air. You remember this is a five thousand pound car. Yeah. Yeah, you're dealing with this with, with a with a two hundred pound wheel and tire. Yeah. So anyway, we decided and he and he said it, it'll probably work. So right now we have four tire I have four tires that are tubeless, but I've got the tubes in the trunk. If I were to have a problem, I can have tubes put in. Yeah. If 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 it if it shows up that this is going to be an issue, the other thing is date coating tires. Uh, as I said, I haven't had any idea. Nobody seemed to know how old these tires were because the DOT number on the side was three digits. They have they have some letters and numbers that tell them something, yeah. and then then another letter, and then there's. Currently, from 2000 on, they use four numbers, which tells you month, day, and year. So you can tell exactly when your your tires were made. And again, DOT says six years. Tires have a life of six years before they're not safe anymore, especially, you know, I, I like cars that sit outside all the time and all this stuff. Uh, they get with the heavy ozone that we have. Thank you, Al Gore. And and uh, uh, <laughs> we're having all of this, you know, they say six years. Well, anyway, I couldn't find a four-digit date code on these wide, white bias ply tires anywhere. So I called back to the tire store. I was just curious myself how old these things are. And I called back to the, tires, the, the, the tire supplier, and I said, tell me about the date codes. And he said, the four-digit date code came into being in 19 and in, in, took effect in 2000. He said the older ones, and he said, I don't even have that information anymore because those tires are long gone and off the road. Uh, he said, so the earliest, the newest those tires could be would be 1999, manufactured in 99 because it's a three-digit code. Okay. So if if you're kind of wondering and you're looking at your old car and the tires are looking kind of crummy, 
Uh, Go the other way, Steve. How old? When did three digit come in? Uh, that I don't know. I didn't ask. I didn't think to ask him. Yeah. I didn't think to ask him when the date codes came into being. So that I don't know. You can look yeah. it up online. All I care about is, is is that it was these had to be 1999 or older. Because uh, uh, and you figure, God, you know that's that's 16 years. Yeah. And you could see on the sidewall little checks and all of that stuff. So anyway, for everybody that's, that's sort of interested in our running uh, uh, cars, uh, you want to take it, you know, it, it, it's, it's interesting to go out and, 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 and find out, are these tires still safe? I mean, they may look good, but are they still safe? I don't know. I'm not, I can't get in that discussion because I don't work for the DOT. All I can tell you is what I've been told about this stuff. Mm-hmm. The interesting thing is the wide white radials that look like bias ply. You can't tell? How you can tell, and this is how the ACA judges tell, if you look at the inside of the tire, they are still required to have all of the DOT, all of the inflation specs, all of this other stuff that you'd find on the outside of a rigor tire. It has to be displayed at least once. So it's all on the inside. So that's how our judges tell if these are the radial tires, which, of course, were not and used until common until the, f- the late 50s, I right. think. Yeah. yeah. Well, imports were much earlier than... Yeah, the, well, the first one was supposed to be 37 on an Italian, big Italian car from Michelin, Michelin X, or was it a French car? I don't know. Wait, well, French or Italian? Uh, uh, I don't know. Well, one had the white flag, one had the bullet. The one. <laughs> Okay. With that being said, we're going to have to put the plug in the jug and get out of here. I want to thank our special guests today that uh, were on, uh, Bradley Farrell, talking about um, his auction coming up, Mel Carson uh, and Kim Gardner. I want to thank everybody for listening to America's Web Radio and the Classic Car Show. We'll be back next week with more to entertain you and even Steve will be here we'll be back or no Steve won't be here Joe will be here somebody will be here you're listening to americaswebradio.com the pioneer and leader in chat radio thank you for listening